change the label, go hard to get in. They want in. I said it once, I am the win. Yes, girl, the W. They can find another you. Yes, I win. I look good, it's a sin. They hating on me, shy. I don't got time for it. I be on my grind like 25, 8. Hey, that many hey, time, and hey, I give it to hey, me late. Hey y'all, it's your girl Smangy and welcome to the 43rd episode of Avocado and Honey. If you haven't already, go ahead and check out the previous episode, episode 42. I had the dope Rosella in the house and we were talking about Chalk Heroes, um, basically how to repair sisterhood, um, the Waffle House incident and so much more. So go ahead and check that out. Also, feel free to let me know what you think of each episode um, that you like or don't like. Um, let me know in the comments or leave a review on iTunes. Um, today, I'm really excited for this interview because I'm just happy I can finally um, introduce Belinda, share her with the world, y'all. How you doing, Belinda? Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? What's up? <laughs> well, Belinda, she's um, amazing, so we can start there. But uh, what we're going to be talking about is just that, like, Belinda's out here making these money moves. Like, you know, yes, Cardi, all Cardi B, these money moves. And um, so the topic for today's, sub, or for today's podcast episode is basically going to be just, like, women in untraditional roles. So, like, basically women basically working 10 times harder than men in like corporate and office and let's just go ahead and just jump right into it all right so melinda you work in like um, a male-dominated um, environment so you work for a utility company and you went from working outside to now supervising mofos inside so congrats by the way first off i should say thank you thank you thank you <laughs> so what was that like like what was that journey like basically to getting promoted Ooh, and recognized for your hard work lord have mercy <laughs> it was definitely it was definitely hard i mean if you would have told me years back melinda you're gonna be working outside in the field working with tools and wrenches and pipe wrenches mm -hmm. and you know screwdrivers and things of that nature i would be like what not me <laughs> <laughs> but um it's it's difficult because you have to be able to you have to be willing to do the work mm -hmm. being out there with you know rats as big as you right <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, being in, you know, environments that are not always sanitary mm -hmm. um, with your hard hat and your steel toe boots um, has been it was difficult. But at the same time, you have to be able to see the light in the tunnel and right. know what you're working towards and what you want mm -hmm. with anything. You got to have a goal in mind. You got to suck it up, figure out how you're going to get there mm -hmm. and just do it. And, like, this is New York City, so I know it's, like, a whole new level of just, like, nastiness. So how did you, like, even deal with that, like, the, the rats and the nasty environments? You know, while you're in it, it just seems like you, you just get through it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, looking back, you know, retrospect, it's, like, hindsight is always twenty twenty. that, you know, I knew that I wanted to work up and, you know, work my way up into this company. I just didn't know what that looked like mm -hmm. or what areas I would have to go into to be able to be more valuable on the back, on the back end. Mm -hmm. So what I did was um, pretty much being in the environment um, was is difficult. I say that. I know you said a new a new level of of nastiness mm -hmm. and you just have to know sometimes you can refuse to do certain things, you know, right. being a meter reader 
you know, going into unsanitary conditions and saying, listen, I'm not going down there. It's flooded. Right. These basements in New York is no joke. Right. So, yes, absolutely. It wasn't it was definitely hard, but you have to just push through. Right. That's it. And before like you went into the field that you're in now, like were you prepared or did you have any knowledge of like the discrimination that will come with being a woman, being a black woman in this field? Not at all. Like sometimes you get, you know, even from some of the men that you will work with, you get some that are just like, you know what? I love seeing women, more women doing this. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side of that, it will be, you'll work with people that will be like, I don't like working with women. Just you know, flat out? Just flat out. I don't work with women. Or, you know, you have to drive some, you know, drive these big trucks to get around and with your tools or whatnot, you know, handling leaks and mm-hmm. other things. And there'll be some men I'll be like, I remember there was one incident where someone didn't want to, didn't want to allow me to go to the restroom. <laughs> and Why? I'm like, I'm like, a woman. Like, right. you know, like, can we stop and go to the restroom? You're just like, what is a bucket in the back? And I was just like, yeah, no, we're not doing this. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a no. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a no. A, wow. So how did you like, do you remember your first like, situation where like it hits you like okay I see what I'm up against I I went to a customer's house and he wouldn't allow me in he didn't want me to do the job Mm -hmm. he didn't want me to cut on um you know he didn't want me to do the job at all because I was a woman Mm -hmm. he didn't believe that my company sent me to do a job that a man should be doing and I was like well that that's fine with me right because at the end of the day, this is my last job. And if you don't want it done, that means I get to go home earlier. (laughs) (laughs) But sitting in that, it's like, wow, like you really have to, because they will try you. Mm -hmm. They will, even the men that you will work with, they'll try you in ways like, you know, try to talk to you and didn't, you know, you have to earn your respect and let them know, listen, not over here. Mm -hmm. I don't play those games. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and do you feel like uh I guess how do you prepare to compete with like with, like mostly men? Like yeah. is that different than competing like with working with a predominantly woman environment? You got to do your homework. What do you mean by that? You have to be willing as though things will come easier for them because they're men and it's mm-hmm. expected. So because I am a woman and I'm I'm built like a woman, like my frame is kind of tiny, you know, for me to be out there. So you have to, you know, I, you have to spend those extra hours really learning the craft, mm-hmm. you know, just putting in the extra hours as far as learning out off the clock, mm-hmm. asking the questions, leaning on those that are willing to give you, you know, the tools that you need to be able to succeed. Because a lot of times they're like, you a woman, you're going to be out of here in no time. They didn't, they didn't believe in me. Right. But now I'm a supervisor, so. Yeah, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you called him the orange man earlier, yeah. but, <laughs> you know, he's, he's known for like, um, lo- locker room talk, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you deal with that a lot? Oh yeah. I think, at, you know, you become, we become products of our environment mm. and we will, after a while, when you have to let them know that you're not the one and don't fuck with you mm-hmm. in a way, then they start respecting you. Then they start inviting you out. Then we start, you know. <laughs> you do be hanging out it. with everybody, too. <laughs> <laughs> All my coworkers, they, they're dope. You know, it takes a while at first, but you hear the, the stuff that he's talking about. And I'm like, you need to let that girl go. You're mm-hmm. dealing with what? 
you know so just to get a male's perspective it's like i have a bunch of brothers now right that's what it feels that's like. cool and you were saying too like you know letting people know that like you're not the one and all that so mm-hmm. like where are some instances where people will try you and like how do you let them know professionally so you don't get fired like that you're not the one it's not it's not what you say it's how you say it mm-hmm. right so I can go the ignorant route because I'm black. I can lose my religion and act my color and all this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the moment that I can convey exactly what I want to say and articulate myself in a way that you will understand. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, say, fuck with me if you want to. And then you kind of, <laughs> you know, it kind of throws them off. Right. But you have to know there's a time and a place. To be stern and say what you want to say and how you want to say and be done with it. And mm-hmm. don't have anything else. Don't go back and forth because you're not arguing with fools, right? Right. So that's pretty much what you will have to do in any situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Any. It don't matter what the hell. Grocery store. You know what I'm saying? Don't matter. You just have to be able to articulate yourself. You don't even have to raise your voice. Mm-hmm. You say what you have to say and let it be that. And you say, listen, I have spoken. I said what I, I said. said what I said. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> so I'm like jumping back and forth. But like I kind of want you said something about like, you know, uh, working in like a male dominated field that like you kind of have to deal with some men hitting on you and stuff like that. So what do you think about like dating in the workplace? <sighs> you know what? I've always been against it. Yeah. Because I'm bipolar as hell. <laughs> And if old girls at your desk are in your face for too long, I'm going to have to go and ask to do, can we help you? Right. <laughs> I have an answer for that. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> I love you. For real. This is probably why I, I never dated anyone I worked with because for that reason, I know myself. Right. But sometimes it works, you mm-hmm. know? But you just have to be mindful of the information that you share with others. Going to be a lot of people in your business, right? Because you see that all the time. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it works. But in me, I know me, right? Nah, we ain't doing that. <laughs> we have to work in different departments. That then it can be the same job. Have lunch together, but it has to be. A, you got to be over there. Mm-hmm. I can't see Lisa them in your face. You know what I'm saying? So how do you deal <laughs> with like turning people down? And stuff like, because you know, like, repercussions come usually when you turn a man down on the street. So I can only imagine what goes down in, like, the Mm. corporate building. Yes. So it's just, it's it goes back to how you say it. Yeah. Now, you know, it's the old me would have been like, "Eh, fuck out of here, you know. (laughs) But, you know, the more mature. Right. Growth. Growth. It's like, you know what? Thank you. I really appreciate that. But, you know, that's not where I'm at right now. You know, mm-hmm. thank you. You know, I appreciate the compliment. Oh, thank you for the lunch. Thank mm-hmm. you. Oh, you realize that I eat fruit. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> that. Um, but <laughs> however, <laughs> you know, setting those healthy boundaries, you mm-hmm. have to set up boundaries because otherwise they'll go and they'll keep trying to inch and inch and give them an inch and they'll keep, keep, keep trying you. Mm-hmm. So you have to roll it back and say, listen, okay, now you didn't pass the line. You all the way at the gate. <laughs> I need you to go ahead and go all the way back on the other side. Right. And you have to set those boundaries and you have to be vocal about it mm-hmm. and stand firm in your yeses right. and firm in your no's. Right. You have to be. Even if you feel scared, you still got to just do like, it. Even if it's like, I don't know, you know what? Mm-hmm. You have to you have to be able to sleep at night. Right. That's what I'll Worry about you first. To. Word. So, um, dang. So I had my little time in like the office corporate world when I was back in Cali. 
And um, I feel like it's common just with black women and probably black w- people in general when they do work in office and corporate settings. And that's uh, code switching. So I was really great at it. Like, you know, code switching is like when you basically change like your voice, the tone of your voice and everything to a piece to, you know, the Caucasians and stuff like that. So, you know, like, hi, thank you for calling AAA. This is Angie. How can I assist you today? <laughs> like, that was me. Like, you know, I was great at it. Like, so do you code switch? Okay. So my team that I work closely with, we are all minorities. Mm-hmm. And I, I love it. we talk about everything together so no we don't have to however when we are on some of these calls and um the meetings that we have to go to and it's all of us in our natural hair Mm -hmm. (laughs) we have to be able to articulate ourselves we're still who we are however it's the way that we need to convey what we need to say right may sound a little different than it was if we were just in a room by ourselves right and i think that that's the only way that we'll be able to move forward. Mm. You know, it's not that we're not being ourselves, but being realistic in a society that is not, that still don't accept us for who we are. Right. You know, just being honest and understanding that we need that check. This is true. (laughs) Bills needs to be paid and we want those opportunities and you got to play the game. When do you feel like it's like the limit though? Like where it's just like you taking it a little bit too far and you need to not like sell your soul type thing. I'm a spiritual person. Mm-hmm. So I also, I firmly believe that if it don't sit right in my spirit, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. If I can't sleep at night, I'm not doing it. I don't care how much it's worth. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to sleep at night. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Definitely. So all of the things that you have to deal with, like, you know, competing with men and just, Having to just change so much, or not change, but just kind of prepare yourself for like the day every day. Like, how do you do that? Like, how do you prepare to go into the office mentally to go through all this, to work harder, to deal with the the locker room talk and everything? I am, it took a while, you know? Mm -hmm. So you have to be really comfortable in your own skin. And if that means you're the weird one, Mm -hmm. if that means... You know, everybody else is listening to soca, but you, you know, you kind of want to listen to jazz. Mm-hmm. You know, you. I thought you, you were gonna say corrupt to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you know that too. <laughs> you can't play your playlist in the car with everybody else because they may not accept it. But just really being confident in your own skin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you really have to be and preparing and knowing that you are destined for something greater than this right this is just the platform that is you know is being used right now this is what it is right now and Mm -hmm. nothing lasts forever right everything is constantly changing you know what i'm saying so having that in mind that it may be rough right now to get through whatever day you're going through or whatever situation that you're you know you know fuck boy shit work shit parents bullshit whatever it is it's not gonna it can't stay like this forever right it's it has to change Mm -hmm. there's just no way so to prepare myself for that you i mean you have to stay grounded you know meditation that is key light your incense burn that sage you know what i'm saying um write down what it is that you want you have to be able to visualize what it is that you want if you don't see it for yourself, you can't expect anybody else to see it for you. Right. And you have to be willing to do the work. So many people want shit handed to them. You this can't get shit handed to you. Only motherfucker that's going to hand something to you is going to be your mother. 
That's, that's and she ain't everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you have to have that unconditional love for yourself to say, yes. you know what? Yes, yes. This is what I want. And I'm not sure how I'm going to get there because sometimes you got to take a couple of steps backwards to go one foot forward. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I've been through it. And just don't give up on yourself. Like, everybody else can doubt you. Everybody else can say what they want to say about you. But that's what they say and what they see in their perception of you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't change who you are. You know who you are. So to get your mind right, to get through, you have to have a vision for yourself. You can't have anybody have that vision for you. Exactly. And once you know who you are, like when someone try to tell you anything about yourself, like it legit would just be a joke. Word. But um, knowing that, like all these assumptions that people may have had um, on you being a black woman and you're coming into this environment, like what is something that people kind of assumed about you, but then you have to show them otherwise? Like, do you have like any funny stories on that? Or something that went down in the office? Well, not really so much funny, but everyone always know the fun, you know, always laughing side, but no one knows, like, unless you really, really know me, like, nah, Mm. my nigga hustles. Right. Like, she out here getting it. You know, um, a lot of people think I'm a lot younger Mm -hmm. than what I am, and I have a kid-like spirit. So unless you really sit down and have a conversation with me, Mm -hmm. you would think, ah, you don't know nothing. You know, and sometimes I think that's that's kind of funny. That that makes me laugh. It's just like, all right, you know, you you have your, you know, you have your you have your ideologies of what you think about me, or you know. So I just let you rock. But mm-hmm. to me, I think it's funny. A lot of people think I'm a lot younger, so they don't think they associate the way I look with. Hmm, she's not as smart, right? And then when I do open my mouth, it's like, whoa, wait a minute. So now I have all these questions, <laughs> you know, a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, see, you make, you make, you out here assuming making an ass yeah, out of yourself. That's you know mine. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had, came into like any situations with like your hair? Cause I know you were saying earlier about like everyone was on like the whole natural hair coming in as they are. But like, I still feel like that's still a journey too. like in corporate world. Like we, most people go in with like, protect the styles and weaves and then you kind of have to ease in the natural hair so what was that like what was the natural hair like for you because i went into an environment where everyone is okay african-american mm. already women and my puff whatever my twist out girl your twist out is cute today <laughs> you know or what happened girl it didn't dry so i had to keep it you know it's what products you use mm. or it's not a can i touch your hair rather as you know when i was out in the field it was oh, you know, can I touch your hair? Or, you know, wow, like, how do you get that in a hat? Or, you know, because I always wore my head, like, tied up. And then right. the one moment that I do leave it out, they're like, oh, my gosh, you have hair. <laughs> and you can't touch it. Don't touch my hair. So. <laughs> Was it, like, men doing that as well? Yes. Yeah? Because you 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 don't meet a lot of women. A lot of women that were in the field, they had, you know, protective style mm-hmm. because – it was be times where you walking into basements and spider webs is in your head. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So you have to wear those protective styles. That's dope that you had that experience. Cause like with my little time and in, in the little office world, like I were, I worked with predominantly like black women and just black people in general, but like we were all still laced up with like weaves and stuff too. So it was just like, even, I think this was like the start of my natural hair journey as well. And it was still like kind of, cause you know, we, we be bashing our own mm-hmm. when it comes to natural hair first until we discover our, our mm-hmm. self-love, honestly. So it's just like, 
that was interesting. And then like the white people wasn't really fucking with me. I was like 23, young tenderoni, <laughs> like purple hairstyle. I had purple faux lot, purple everything, like unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I pulled up with like some all black like braids, the mm-hmm. individuals, and like they were just like, we like this hairstyle the best. <laughs> I was like, I bet you do. I didn't do this for you. Right. <laughs> I'm going back to purple tomorrow. Say right. something else. Say something. Right. But yeah, that's so. That's really cool that you had that experience. So mm-hmm. I wonder what it's like to like. I don't know. Have you always been natural? No, girl. I've been fried, dyed, laid to the side, and cut my hair off twice <laughs> over. Um, I used to cut hair. So, you know, when you're in beauty school and everything, you want to experiment and have all these colors going on, and you just don't want to express yourself and be mm-hmm. free. I went to that phase. Um, I was natural for a little bit. Um, and But I still wore weaves and right. crochet braids or whatever to keep, because I didn't know what to do with my hair. Mm-hmm. And then I got to a place where I was like, you know what? Let me just try something. My sister, uh, my middle sister, uh, well, I'm the youngest, so my sister that's above me, she always was, she was before her time, man. I always <laughs> say this. She was before her time. She always say, you know, she calls me Linda. Linda, what about just doing locks or, you know, wear your natural hair. Let me twist it up for you. Let me show you what to use. Because I will go visit her um, in, you know, in Seattle and, I'll have a weave in or she'd be like, take that out. Let me show you. Yeah. And I'll just be like, I ain't ready. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. It's too much, you know? But then I get to a point where it's just like, you you got to love all of you. Mm-hmm. And not be afraid of, this is you. It came from Yes Scout. Right. You got to figure out how to work that. And I think as I was living in New York and I seen a lot more people that live, you know, people in LA with mm-hmm. their weaves and that's just the culture right. for the most part. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And being here in New York it just allowed me to be even more Melinda. Mm-hmm. Be like the moot came out. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it was just I went through a period where, you know, break up, getting fired having to figure out how I'm going to, how I'm a freaky because I wasn't going home. Mm-hmm. And just that whole discovery, like you had to figure out Melinda all over again. Right. And then once I revisited, it's like, oh, Melinda, I see you. Look at you out here looking like a snack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to just have like a little disclaimer. Like, you know, I'm not trying to shade weaves or anything. Right. No, not at all. I'm just saying for, all there for right, you know right. Do what you want. Little, you know, yeah. little vacation here. <laughs> I've just meant like for someone who would want to wear the natural hair where it's not usually accepted. Like, how would you manage to do that in that type of setting? So that's where that was coming from. I don't want nobody coming for me, but, you know, all that stuff. So, Got yes. Yeah, we love our weaves. We do. We get the right. bundles. <laughs> do you? Yes. Yes. Lee. What did uh, YG say? He was like 50 inches, but you bought it. So it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's go back to uh, Melinda the Hustler. so like you know you went from working outside to being a supervisor inside so like how did you demand your like what you deserve how did I demand what I deserve and also actually before we get to this question let's talk about kind of like the pay difference when it comes to like men and women have you ever had any type of that experience during your like work career absolutely and it's just a matter of Again, you got to do your homework. You got to read. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes some battles you won't win. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. 
and others, you're going to have to fight to the very end until you, you know, until something happens. Right. And it may not even be for you. You may not even see the results, but the people that are coming in after you. Right. That's what's going to matter the most. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have seen that definitely. Um, but I'm come from like a union environment. Yeah. So this, you know, the union environment is a little bit different. Doesn't matter, you know, what you are, the matter of your hire date and what contract you on. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what it all boils down to. Yeah, so your hire date and and what date you came in and what contract you're on is pretty much what it all boils down to in a union environment. Um, but as far as um, demanding what I want is division, knowing what you want and looking for someone who, hey, you know what, you're doing something, you, you, you do something that I, I would love to learn. Mm. I'm off the clock, though, but I still want to learn that. Where I got to right. be at? What time I need to be there? What I need to bring? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna this be sound hungry? like you? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be hungry? <laughs> you want some bacon, salt, fish in the morning? What you need? I got you. You know, you have to be willing to sacrifice your time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and because learning something can no my my grandmother always said you can no one take that away from you that education where you even if you self taught no one can take that from you. Mm-hmm. So. Demanding what you want, you have to know what the fuck you want first. This is true. You know, even if it's something you think you may know, at least learn something about it. You mm-hmm. know, have some type of vision or some path that you want to try to go on. And sometimes, you know, God, Buddha, you know, Buddha, Allah, whoever you believe in, mm-hmm. has a way of pushing you yeah. in a direction, putting people on your path. Hey, go left instead of right. Mm-hmm. Oh, come down this hill. No, no, no. Go back up real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm bad. You know what I'm saying? And you have to be like water. Mm-hmm. Be able to flow through Just it. Go with it. Just go with it. Have you ever um, asked for a raise? Yes, I did. What was that like? I got turned down. <laughs> How did you like prepare for it and everything, though? Well, I was really comfortable with the director. Okay. At the time. And um, I sat down and I had like all these skills that I had. I was watching mad YouTube channels <laughs> and, you know, reading like how I'm going to go about this. And it wasn't even a matter of more money. Mm-hmm. It was, okay, I know that we have a raise coming up. Can I not take the raise and consider just giving me an extra vacation day? Mm-hmm. Um, she was actually like, wow, like this is a great idea. She <laughs> actually, you know, went, ran with it. And he went to her boss's boss's boss. <laughs> so she he got it for and her. And then they turned the shit down, you know. <laughs> so it was like, you know what? I tried. A for effort. You know what I'm saying? I'll be out here trying. We have not because we ask not. You right. Know? That's like my whole slug. My whole slogan. I always ask because mm-hmm. you just never know. You might. You just might get it. So yeah, nah, bro. What do you think you could have done better in order to get it? Really, um, you know, what? I'm not sure. There was no feedback in that. Mm. Because she thought, wow, that was great. But, you know, apparently the higher us wasn't in the but budget. Nah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't heard of. It right. was like, what? You know, we, we will have to rewrite a whole bunch right. of shit. Now That's going to cost too much money. That's too many hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, nah. We good. <laughs> All right. So um, is there anything else that you... Okay. Actually, I have one more question okay. before we go into, like, the next segment. So. Okay. Now that you're a supervisor, you're moving up, continue to just grow as a person and with the company. Like, what is something that you would tell your yourself that's just now starting, that just got your foot in the door, that's still working outside, outdoors? Like, what would you tell her to prepare? Maintain relationships. You like work relationships? 
work relationship outside of work mm-hmm. maintain relationships if somebody crosses your mind you know what send that text message right send that gratitude card you heard of somebody's anniversary go to the store and pick up the card i am good for that mm-hmm. you know um definitely that introduce yourself go to those functions you have to network you have to network i don't want to go to the you know the picnic of the company picnic yeah. you're gonna be a bunch of old people a bunch of older people that know what you're trying to learn so mm-hmm. you may want to get there you know things like that um but the most important thing is maintain relationships and get your attitude in check don't bring your work your home drama to work you know, nobody wants to hear the drama. Everybody got their own bullshit they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Leave your shit at the door. Come in ready to work and ready to learn and ready to teach if you have to. Mm-hmm. You know, be used and, you know what I'm saying, in a way that it will be beneficial for whatever it is that you're trying to do. So that, you know, and have your intentions straight. Right. What are you really doing this right. for? Right. That's the that's the biggest thing. Your intention is going to show in your work. Mm-hmm. So if you got to make sure you want to do it. Right. If it ain't legit, it's going to show. Mm-hmm. Don't be wasting nobody's time. I actually have another question okay. because I feel like we didn't really talk about this and it just came across my mind. Okay, go for it. I'm here. <laughs> but like, how do you, because you know, we kind of have that stigma for becoming the angry black woman. So how do you like, I guess, I don't know if you try to avoid it or whatever, mm-hmm. like during like in, where you were at work. So like, how do you deal with that situation? Like, are you... Like, do you just be show your emotions when you feel that anger or do you like kind of hold it back because for that reason to not be labeled? Like, what do you how do you handle that? You have to hold it together. You have to be able to. It's like poker, mm. you know, and it's not that you're not being true to who you are, but there's a time and a place for everything. Mm-hmm. You can be angry. You have you. Listen, you can you have the right to have Definitely. every emotion that you need to feel, baby, feel them. Mm-hmm. But don't fill them at your desk while you got people coming over asking you questions about stuff and not everybody in your business. Mm-hmm. You may need to excuse yourself, go in the bathroom on another floor, get yourself together and come back to work. You know what right. I'm saying? Um, but as far as anything that upsets you, you got to fight with the pen. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If it's something that you don't see is right, you got to be able to fight with the pen, baby. Because... <laughs> I can be barking all day. That ain't going to do nothing. That ain't right. going to move a motherfucker's thing. Right. You got to be willing to be like, all right, this needs to happen. How? How? What, what I need to do? Mm-hmm. Who I need to write this email to and CC who? Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that would be my advice. For Lit. sure. Yo, this is a really great conversation. <laughs> I appreciate you. Is there anything else you want to say on like working um, in the office setting, being a woman, demanding what you deserve and all that before we go into the next segment? No, I mean, I said pretty much everything I need to say, but just, you know, just stay sucker free, man. Yeah, All day, you have to. <laughs> have your vision and be firm in it, you mm-hmm. know? You know, you have to. Conviction. Just say what you say and pee that. Yes, and you mean know? it. And live it. <laughs> All right, y'all. So now it's time to go into the lemonade pick of the week. And this week, I'm going to give it to the 22-year-old year old, the 22-year-old owner of Soul Sips and Bushwick. Her name is Francesca. Um, I went there today. So, but um, yeah, I went in. It was a really cute, um, cute place. I got like the tamarind jackfruit panini and also a smoothie with ginger. Um, I don't know the exact smoothie, but everything was delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel disgusting or anything afterwards, but probably because it was, you know, healthy and vegan. Um, I did speak with Francesca. She's um, pretty dope. She's pretty dope. She's very determined. She's focused and she's not playing around. So sounds like it. Right, like yeah. she's bringing nutrition to the hood. So shout out to you, Francesca, for doing all that you do and just 
just doing you girl shout out to you so this inspiration right like it's definitely motivating for sure like she's 22 that's dope what was i doing i was just thinking that like what was i doing at 22 (laughs) i think i had just moved to atlanta from LA. Hotlanta. You probably was living in like, 22 in Atlanta. Goodness. Shout out to Clark Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Francesca, you are this week's Lemonade Pick of the Week. All right, y'all. So now it's time for my favorite segment, and it's To Love a Black Woman. So that's where you, Melinda, you get to say something that you either love about yourself, or you could say something that you love about a particular black woman, or you could say something that you love about black women in general. You're on. Wow. What do I love about black women in general? Okay. Man, we are the pillar of strength when it comes to keeping a family together or holding it down, period. Mm-hmm. Um, relationships, I've been grateful and blessed to have so many strong black women around me. And it's about what's been modeled before you, mm-hmm. right? So my strength I get a lot of people who I know always say, Melinda, you're very strong, but it's because I've seen that's the norm for me. Right. You know, women around me been doing it. My mother got up every day and went to work, Mm -hmm. you know, like got up and took care of my sisters and I, three of us, you know, on our own. There's a lot of single parents out there. Shout out to everyone. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I want to say the women that's out there, even the women that's not in my family is just just a village. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? A strong women out there doing what they need to do to just survive in a society that just don't always love us. Right. That was yeah. beautiful. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> and I appreciate everything that you do. You are a great friend. We just met and you're phenomenal already. <laughs> I am so thankful for you. Um, where Same. can the people find you? So you can find me at Melinda with an A on Instagram. So it's at M-A-L-I-N-D-A-W-I-T-H-A-N-A. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all can find me on all social media platforms at underscore Smanji with two E's at the end. Um, feel free to follow, uh, not feel free, please follow Avocado and Honey on Instagram at Avocado and Honey, as well as Avocado and Honey on YouTube. Your girl just got her camera in today. Damn. So we will be making some content. We'll be coming soon to the YouTube channel. So subscribe and be prepared. Y'all, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Yeah, we got a lot of shit in store for y'all. So we're stirring up. We, <laughs> we about to whip and work. Like what? So um, yeah, thank you all for uh, tuning in. I do appreciate all the love y'all be sending out on Instagram. Like I fucked with y'all heavy for that. Thank you, thank you. I'm reading all of it. I'm a little slow at reading it because you know I'm working or whatever. But like I do appreciate. It. I see it and I thank you for continuing to listen and support Avocado and Honey. Until next time, goodbye. <laughs>